I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At, we are talking about the new male contraception. Stay tuned to hear what this new controversial drug means for your sex life. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hey, Matt. Hey, Anna. How are you? I'm good, and how are you? I'm doing well. So, did you manage to download that app I was telling you about earlier? I haven't, but this app, I think you should tell everyone about it because it's very interesting. All right, so Jen and I were laying in bed the other day and her twin sister, Nikki, messages her and says, hey, I've got this app, you and Matt should try it. And I was like, oh, (laughs) tell us a bit about this app. So how it works is the concept's pretty simple. (laughs) It's for baby names, but it works like Tinder. (laughs) So... Jen downloads it, I download it, and we just swipe on names. So, basically, if the name Tom comes up, you both swipe left and right. And if you both like the name, you hit a match. You get a match, yeah. So, <laughs> there was there was all different types of names and I was swiping right, swiping left. So, it was Jen and there was a couple of matches, actually. There was. What was the matches? Can you... Or I don't want to because in case I think feel like that's bad luck if I share it, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Actually, people do like hide their baby names until the birth. No, but we've already decided on one. So this app was more just trial to see if there was anything else we liked. Cute. Yeah. So this is like this is like a modern day Tinder, but for couples. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm going to download it. That sounds like a lot of fun. Well, do you and Michael have any names planned out yet, or? <laughs> This has become like a baby podcast. <laughs> well, that's how we're growing. We're moving fast here. Yeah, we're evolving. Um, We do have names, but I mean, look, let's reverse a little bit. I've had in my notes section in my phone for literally as long as I can remember, like I reckon I was 18 when I started this, I had a list of all the baby names that I've loved. Has it changed? Yeah. The list has evolved over time. Do you change it every new partner or do you just keep the same name each partner? Yeah. Like if I had agreed on a name with someone, like an ex-boyfriend, that gets crossed out. Like I basically read Michael the list and then he was like, yes, I love that name. I love that name. But this is very, very far into the future. Like we're not thinking about babies, FYI. But I just thought it was funny that Matt and Jen are already swiping left and right for baby names. It was good for a Sunday morning swipe. You know, I'd normally do that hungover in bed on a Sunday, (laughs) just swipe on the dating app. So it was just my way of doing it now that I'm in love and got a partner. Gave you that little fix, right? Yeah, that little serotonin hit when a match would come up. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I'm interested now that we're talking about babies to Mm. kind of hear if you have any little updates on your fertility journey. So... Where I left it last, it's pretty much at the same place. So I had a long in-depth conversation with Genevieve about it and we just both agreed that when it comes time to have a baby, Mm. I will have that surgery. So it's the doctor recommended to have the surgery 
when your partner is there so they put the sperm straight into the egg. That's if they find sperm in my balls. Right. So basically the surgery, I don't know, just correct me if I'm wrong. The surgery was when they open up the testicle, they'll look for sperm. Phase one is basically, and hopefully they'll find the sperm. If they don't find the sperm. That conversation we haven't had yet. Right. But if they do find the sperm, which I'm sure and hope they will. Fingers crossed. And that's the way I'm I'm leaning like my life that way. Yeah, manifesting yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> if they do find it, then what? Is Jen under anesthetic? I think they might freeze or they might have her egg all ready to go. We're not sure 100%. But they said the quickest way and the best results is when her egg is ready to go straight away. So I'm not sure how they'll do that. We'll have to look more into that. But the main thing is, as you guys have had that conversation, that's the path you both just decided to go down and like that's really exciting that yeah it is look those chats have to happen early i guess in the situation i'm in or else down the future if we don't see eye to eye on it it could cause some dramas yeah that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> Am I going to be an auntie soon? <laughs> he's, not, he's, not, got, he's got the ab. He's, he's organizing the surgery. Maybe not too soon. <laughs> Let's just see how things go. On all this kids talk, Anna, I saw your story last week and you were posting about the new male contraceptive pill. Yeah, I'm excited. All right, so we'll jump into that next. All right, Anna, before we jump into this new scientific masterpiece of a male contraceptive pill. (laughs) (laughs) What contraceptions have you been on? I mean, I feel like I've done it all. So I started when I was 17, I think, on the pill. Mm -hmm. I think I went through three different pills and they all just completely fucked with me. Like one, I was super moody. One, I think I gained a little bit of weight and then another one affected my skin they're all quite the main, badly. They're all the main side effects yeah. of the pill. Yeah, they're the main symptoms, but I just wasn't happy with any of them. So then I decided to try the Implanon, which is the rod in your arm, which I have a scar from having. That was really bad. I basically was on it for like six months And then I got my period and I had it for three weeks straight. So I went to the doctor. They immediately took it out. And then from there, they said I could get injections. And I actually decided against that because the doctor said that one of the side effects to that was it can make your bones really weak. So I was just like, no, like definitely don't want to do that. And then I eventually ended up having the marina, which they basically put inside. But when I got that, I had a really adverse reaction to that, was in bed for like two days straight, was the worst pain I'd ever felt. When they put it in, I thought I was going to faint and vomit all at the same time. Aren't you under? No, no. They'd given me medication to kind of like dull down the pain, but I felt everything like... It was honestly one of the worst experiences of my life to the point that I was actually traumatized. And when I got it taken out, because I had to get it taken out in the doctor's office again, on my way there, I was literally shaking. I was so stressed out. And so then after getting it taken out, because it lasts for five years, I realized I needed to get more contraception again because it's a woman's job, apparently. (laughs) And um, I actually opted to go under. So I had surgery to get it put back in because it was the only one that agreed with me. 
So you still have it now? I still have it now, but I'm like terrified to get it taken out. Whereabouts does it sit? So it sits in your uterus. So yeah, I've been through a huge amount of birth control and it's actually been quite traumatizing and taxing on my mental health, but also my body. Like I've been on contraception now for 11 years. So I think when I saw it was on like morning TV, <laughs> I saw that um, like there was a male contraception and my eyes like lit up and I was like, hallelujah, the day has finally <laughs> come. Time to put that responsibility onto someone else. So I was very excited. So when you were watching this morning show, what were they exactly saying? What's a new update on this contraceptive pill? Because I heard about 10 years ago. They tried this, but mm. it went silent and nothing came of it. So Yeah, so basically they've done a lot of trials. I mean, contraception came out in the 1960s for women. And you'd think in that time that the science would have developed male contraception, but it's just totally been lacking. So the last contraception for male, they said there was too many side effects and it wasn't approved. But this one that they have recently done on mice has proven to be 99% effective in preventing pregnancy, which is amazing. And there are possible side effects, but they're like any other side effect that I guess a woman has to encounter, which is acne, headaches, reduced sex drive, fatigue, a little bit of weight gain and mild erectile dysfunction. So say a man went on this pill, I'll call it a cycle of this contraceptive pill. So it would shut down their sperm production. How long till they could reproduce sperm? So basically the research found that after four to six weeks, the mice could reproduce again. So it's basically exactly like any sort of contraception that women use. And as soon as you go off it, in about a month or two months max, everything kind of regulates and is back to normal. Starts producing those semen again. Yeah. So, has this been tested on humans yet or is it just mice? What's the go there? Because I'm not putting anything in my body that's just been tested on mice. So, it's been tested on mice, but they're starting phase one trials on humans, hopefully by the end of this year. So, the end is in sight for all of those women out there who have been on contraception their whole lives, if you're anything like me and pretty much everyone I know. But I have a question for you, Matt. Mm -hmm. If the contraception pill was readily available to you, and I know this is touchy because obviously you're infertile, but before you found that information out, let's go back to when you were 18. Maybe you were sleeping around with a lot of girls, potentially having unprotected sex or going home to a girl's house at four o'clock in the morning, very drunk, very Mm -hmm. hazy and not really getting that condom on very well. Yeah. Do you think that this is an option that you could potentially get around? Sure. I would definitely definitely take the male contraceptive pill. I mean, I have a vitamin routine every morning and night, (laughs) so it's not hard for me just to put that pill in that tray of pills. So, that would be easy done to take, but... Look, safe sex to me matters. Like, I think about all that. But if I have a partner that I'm having continuous sex with, I don't want to be wearing a condom. I did it back in the day. So, if they weren't open to taking a contraceptive, I'm more than happy to step up and take that pill to prevent an unwanted pregnancy. 
Yeah. What about your friends? Do you think your friends would be on board with it? Uh, I had a discussion with them when we spoke about this and you put your story up. I got a lot, lot of mixed reactions. Really? Like, yeah. Some of my roomies were like, mm, I don't know, you know, just like umming and ahhing about it. I talked them into it a little bit, but... They were still umming and ahhing. They were like, show me some actual scientific research first. Yeah, see, look, that whole dialogue pisses me off because it makes me just like so frustrated because I feel like it's so ingrained in our society that contraception is a woman's responsibility. And I think the reason why that pisses me off so much is because women are expected not only to carry children for nine months... They're also expected to deliver that child out of a very small place. And they're also expected to go through menopause. So, I mean, I think that probably shows a lack of maturity, I would say, on some of your friends' parts who aren't really keen and who are worried about the side effects. Because, I mean, as I mentioned to you before, like I've gone through 10 years of trauma Mm. (laughs) having contraception so I mean it would be amazing for men to step up even if they get a bit of a headache or (laughs) even if they're gonna gain a little bit of weight because we've been dealing with that our whole lives so have you spoken to Michael about this pill would Michael be happy to take it yeah so I've spoken to Michael about this and he said that if there is a pill that's approved for men he would be more than happy to take on that responsibility which Obviously, it's the correct answer. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be in trouble if he didn't say that. I mean, Michael did make a joke and was like, but I want to have a baby, so maybe I wouldn't take it. I was like, oh, my God. Don't don't baby trap me. (laughs) (laughs) Being responsible for birth control, in my opinion, should be a male's responsibility because men are fertile every single day of the year if you have like your fertility. It's fine. (laughs) Sorry. And women are fertile for about a week every month. So, I mean, you would think that it would be a male responsibility. Wouldn't that come down to more communication then? Like, shouldn't a woman say, this is my most fertile time, let's take precaution around this week? I mean, yeah, but I think it's just always been a woman's responsibility in society. Like, the only two things that a man can do is use condoms or get a vasectomy to prevent an unwanted pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Whereas women have all these options, so people feel like, well, it probably should be her responsibility. People in their, like, teens and 20s who are having sex, Mm -hmm. I feel like guys would want to be able to have that option to protect themselves from unwanted pregnancies or that baby trapping that no one likes to talk about but, like, guys are scared of happening or... I mean, these things have happened. I know people who have had kids when the guy didn't want to. There'd be a lot of celebrities that would want to take it. Like, do you hear that story about how Drake puts the Tabasco in his condom? No, what happened? (laughs) So when he has sex with a girl and he takes the condom off, He'd put it away in the bathroom, but he put a bit of Tabasco in there because he'd had girls trying to put it like back <gasps> in inside of them to get pregnant and baby trap him. So she used the sperm that was in the condom, but he'd already put Tabasco in there. So it went up her vagina and like burnt her. <gasps> Have you know that was a couple of months ago that story got leaked? No, I've never heard oh, that. I'll find it and I'll show it to you. Yeah. Look, I think that contraception 
should be an individual responsibility. Like if I'm having sex with someone and I've chosen to have unprotected sex, which we absolutely do not condone on Where's Your Head Up, Mm -hmm. you should be able to protect yourself. And it shouldn't just be women who can protect themselves as well. Okay, Matt, we spoke about individuals and how it should be their choice if they want to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about people in relationships because I think that the male contraception really benefits people in relationships. I 100% agree because you can't always trust a bloke that's going to say he's on the pill. Imagine these one-night stands and a guy's like, no, no, don't worry, I'm on the pill. But I mean, I've- are they really going to lie if they could potentially cause an unwanted pregnancy a dumb horny 18 to 19 year old boy probably would you can't trust him (laughs) you can't (laughs) like he just wants to get in and out he wants to do what he needs to do yeah but that's just immature and i just like i can't buy into that dialogue i think if you're having sex that comes down to sex ed and really like if you're having sex with someone you need to be on top of that and i think if you think that a kid at 19 is going to have sex with someone and lie about being on the male contraceptive pill, we have bigger issues in our society. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, I know. And, and even surely if they did lie about it and they said, okay, I'm on the male pill, surely as soon as that horniness spark has left their body like with other things, <laughs> they'd be like, oops, sorry, my horniness got the better of me and we probably should go take the morning after pill, Right. Uh, yeah, hopefully, because I mean, or else he'd be someone's baby daddy paying child support for the next 18 years. He'd be liable for that baby. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about relationships, Anna. This is more for you than me. If this male contraceptive becomes in store and it's accessible, would you want Michael to take it? I mean, yeah, I think I've put my body through hell and back, not just physically, but also emotionally, mentally. And, you know, I've been on contraception for 11 years and I think, you know, it would be nice to give my body a break and to be able to just like balance out those hormones. And yeah, if I didn't want to have a baby, I would love for Michael to take the male contraception. Is there any side effects of taking women's contraceptive for too long? Yeah, there's like so many side effects. When I posted this on social media, this girl actually DM'd me and she said to me that she was only allowed to be on contraception for three years. That's what the doctor told her. And any longer than that, and it would do some serious damage to her body. There was also another girl who said that she had a brain tumor because of contraception. People have strokes all the time because of contraception. As amazing as the science is to be able to prevent pregnancy 99.9% of the time, like there are subsequent effects. And I think society has expected women to just take on this burden, essentially, because it is a burden. And we've just worn it for years and years and years. And like people do stay on contraception for the majority of their life until they hit menopause to prevent unwanted pregnancies. And, you know, I do believe that it is time for men to step up. And I'm I'm pretty disappointed, if I'm being honest, that it's taken until 2022 for there even to be any sort of breakthrough when it's been around for so many years. All right, so this is a massive breakthrough in modern medicine, Anna. But when we finally get access to this, it's going to be a game changer. Mm. And hopefully there's a lot of men out there that stand up and take this responsibility and burden off their partner 
and they take the male contraceptive pill. How do you see the next couple of years playing out with this? Look, I think when we finally get access to this, which I'm hoping will be sooner rather than later, but I don't see this really making headway onto our shelves for at least two to three years, like minimum. But look, I think with couples, I feel like the male partner will take that responsibility from their female partner. And look, in regards to individuals, I think that there'll be way more guys stepping up to take the pill. I think people want to have that power and they want to be in control of their own life. To be honest, no one wants the stress of an unplanned pregnancy. There's so much financial pressure that comes with that. It's a total lifestyle change. And, you know, I think everyone needs to be responsible for their own actions, I guess.